the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir Nathaniel Lundy. This, of course, is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Baseball has stupid, unwritten rules, Lundy. And case in point, last night, Fernando Tatis Jr., one of the biggest, brightest, youngest stars in the game for the San Diego Padres, comes in. It's a seven-run lead. It's late in the game. He's got a 3-0 count, and the bases are juiced. He gets a grapefruit across the middle of the plate, crushes a grand salami, rounds the bases, touches home plate, and really breaks open the game even more going up 11. After the game, drew the ire of his manager, the opposing manager, other managers, all these old farts coming out and saying that he was showboating and that he was showing the other team up and it was a lack of sportsmanship. What else is he supposed to do when you got a 3-0 pitch across the middle of the plate? You want him to just sit there and take it? Do you want him to swing and miss? Do you want him to personally you know, tomahawk the ball? Into the ground? Like, I, I hate the unwritten rules in baseball, and this is why this sport can't get out of its own way. Absolutely. If it, if, if it was supposed to be a rule, it wouldn't be unwritten. It would be <laughs> right. written, okay? That's how rules work with sports. I've seen the original ones from Dr. Naismith on display at Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence. When there are rules, you write them down. If they are unwritten, that means bleep you. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm glad he clubbed the the grand slam that he did because, first of all, 3-0, and put a grapefruit across the middle. Yeah, just put it on a tee. I'm going to swing at it. Even I would do that. Yep. But, hey, it's not his fault you loaded the bases in front of him. Come on, people. Move on with your lives. Find something else to be upset about besides this. I'm glad he did it, and I hope the next time the opportunity presents itself, he does it again. Yeah, get upset about betting, which is what we do on this show. And chances oh, are- me, and, <laughs> me and Tim Hardaway Jr. are going to have words, Brad. Yeah. We're going to have words. I'm just saying. If he hits that three at the end of that game, it would have hit the over, which would have given me a straight bet plus three parlays last night. And, oh, it just the front of the rim and bounced off. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., I love him right now because he did hit the over for me on his points prop. So uh, I'm not hating on him. You can all you want. You know, have your disdain. Throw it in his general direction. I will hug him. I will protect him. I will take that bullet for Mr. Hardaway Jr. And look, if you want to get any action on MLB, PGA, the NBA, soccer, UFC, NFL futures, the NHL undergoing its playoffs north of the border right now, do so at DraftKings Sportsbook. Just download the app and use that promo code FTN. Again, that promo code FTN when you sign up. And for a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Just enter that code FTN when you sign up. And they got some great live betting uh, actions as well that you can get in on with some kickbacks. Check out all of what they're offering, all their odds boosts. Just do so right now. Just go and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that promo code FTN and get that special sign-up bonus today. Only 
at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus and first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25x playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or at Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's get to today's Fade 5. Number 5. All right, let's go to the diamond and its stupid, antiquated, archaic, unwritten rules. And uh, we nailed the over yesterday in Marlins Mets. Hell, the Mets did it by themselves, reaching double figures in that game. Uh, talk about grapefruits. I think watermelons are being served up uh, by Yamamoto and the Miami Marlins. And let's double down on another over. And I'm going to go into the AL and talk about a matchup between the Blue Jays and the Orioles, a battle of the birds. And the total is nine and a half. And I am on the over. Yes, indeedy. Yet again at minus 111. You look at the mound, it's Nate Pearson of the Jays, who's given up a 5.11 ERA, 6.57 walks per nine. Uh, uncontrollable. Yikes. Uh, 1.46 home run per nine mark as well. That is a dangerous combination when you're putting dudes on base and then sending balls over the fence of the opposition. He's given up seven earned in his last seven and a third innings pitch. He goes up against Wade LeBlanc. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Baltimore is equally rancid, actually more so. 7.13 ERA, a 17.4 home run to five fly ball percentage on the young year. Nine earned runs in his last couple of games, Lundy. Uh, the pen of the Baltimore Orioles, uh, not so great. 4.29 ERA. Toronto won the better pens in baseball with a 3.48 ERA. But the Orioles, the O's. Is Cal Ripken back? Is Harold Baines swinging for him right now? It's very odd. Fifth best OPS in baseball do the Baltimore Orioles possess. Toronto, meanwhile, 14th highest OPS in the game. Yes, they don't have Bo Bichette, Dante's kid, on the injured list as we speak. But I still believe this game goes over. Fade or follow? Uh, I'll follow you on this one, but I think that nine and a half number is actually pretty darn accurate, Brad. It would not surprise me to see something clock in at five to four, six to three, right in that range, because I do think there's going to be scoring, but I don't know that it's going to be this explosion that some of the stats and some of the OPS says that it is. Just occasionally there's those games that slide the other direction. If you watch the TV show with Brad and I, you know I have TYG specials, trust your gut, and this one tells me it's going to hover right there, which probably means after all of my uh, pain and sorrow yesterday, Tim Hardaway Jr., I'm looking at you. (laughs) Uh, I'm probably completely wrong, but I'll follow you on this one. Let's go with the over. Let's see if they can hit double figures. Fly, birds, fly. Number four. All right, let's move on to the bubble of the NBA in Orlando. I'm going to work at a player prop. Uh, We have got the Portland Trailblazers going up against the L.A. Lakers in the first game of their playoff matchup. I'm going to focus on a player prop here, and it's mellow. Carmelo Anthony, 14 and a half points, a minus 122 on the... Over, and that's the direction I'm going. Uh, Mello has gone over 20 points in four of his last five games. He's really stroking it well from way downtown. And you look at the match of the Lakers uncharacteristically giving up many easy baskets and not locking down along the perimeter. Last three games, 1.222 points per possession allowed. And they've also conceded a league high 47.6% from beyond the arc. I know it's the sixth worst matchup. Uh, among remaining teams for forwards using the FTN Daily DVP tool. Uh, But again, I'm going to follow the recent trend here of the Lakers and that leaky defense. I think Melo reaches at least 15 points. Fade or follow. 
Oh, easy follow for me here. I think Melo's good for 16 points in this game. You're right. He's been putting it together over the course of the last uh, five games that he's played. I think he is somebody that has thrived as Dame Lillard has continued to outperform yeah. what a lot of us expected. Melo is a guy that is uh, having the benefit of that, being out there on the wings with him. So I, I actually really like this over. Um, I think of the player props that are out there specifically in the Portland LA game. This is one of the best ones that you can hit. Give me the over. Bet on that mellow fellow. Number three. All right, let's go to the Monkey Knife Fight prop of the day. You got to check out monkeyknifefight.com. I just like saying monkeyknifefight.com over and over again uh, because it is a DFS game without any sharks in the water and no salary caps to confuse you at all. All you got to do is pick more or less or track the fantasy points, and if you hit... Guess what? You win. It's that simple. All you got to do right now is go to monkeyknifefight.com. Use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. And when you sign up, you get a free $5 game on the house. Have an MKFing good time only at monkeyknifefight.com. Here's a line on Anthony Davis, 10.5 rebounds, Lundy. And we nailed Porzingis yesterday in the under. Thank you for getting ejected, by the way. And that was maybe the weakest ejection in NBA history. Like, oh, yes. There would be there wouldn't be technical fouls back in the day if it was like 1992, right? If you watch the last dance, you got to throw a haymaker to get tossed. And all he did yes. was, you know, look at a guy straight in the eye little little baby shove and they're like yeah you gone get out of here that's just weak sauce come on nba you're better than that anyway anthony davis 10 and a half rebounds i was the same line for porzingis last night obviously he went under and i think davis goes over on this one it's the best possible matchup of the past five games for a skilled center like davis according to the ftn daily dvp tool He's gone over twice, though, in just his last five contests. And versus Portland in the regular season, 16 boards, 9 and 9 in three matchups. And those were were without Nurkic in the lineup. Still, the Blazers have allowed the 11th most rebounds uh, among still active teams. So it's, it's not the greatest matchup with Nurkic there, you know, manning the paint. But I think AD will find a way and muster barely the over. I think he gets squarely 11 boards and that's why i'm on the over fade or follow uh, i'll fade you on this one because you and i are going to straddle this fence you say he's going to hit 11 and i say he's going to hit 10 so we're <laughs> right there this is a great number that's been set by our friends at monkey knife fight um so i'm going to take the under on this one because i do think that he gets to the double double but i think that it's going to be 10 and 10 only so you know that hook is going to play in for you and i with our pick here you're over i'm going to fade you all right, let's battle it out, baby. Number two. All right, let's go to the NFL. We had some major injury news hit the Dallas Cowboys yesterday. Gerald McCoy, first day of padded practice, and a drill a crumpled to the ground, and he is done for the season uh, due to a lower body injury. And that is a massive blow to this defensive line of the Dallas Cowboys. And this is why I'm jumping on the week one line tied to the L.A. Rams. So the boys are going to face on the road, in the City of Angels, in front of a capacity crowd of ghosts because nobody's going to be there. Uh, but I think the Rams, who are catching two and a half in this game, are going to win this game straight up uh, with the McCoy injury now playing a major factor. The Rams on the money line are plus 110, and that is my selection here. 
Uh, look, McCoy had an above-average rush D grade, according to Pro Football Focus last season. He was top 25 with 25 total stops with the Carolina Panthers a season ago. He was expected to bolster this interior line, who is actually above average. The Cowboys last season gave up 82.2 rush yards per game to running backs and just four yards per carry. But this is a colossal blow for a defense that across the board I think is going to be a bottom quarter unit going on the road against this Rams team. Maybe Cam Akers flourishes. Maybe it's Daryl Henderson. Maybe it's a combination of those two and Malcolm Brown to go along with Jared Goff and Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett and what I think will be an improved Rams team overall. Yeah, give me the fight in Sean McVay's on the money line to win straight up. Fade or follow. I'll take it in week one, and I'll probably take it rolling forward, too. If you're uh, starting to think about your fantasy football team, I think this is going to be one of those years, Brad, where you just keep starting guys if they're facing the Cowboys. Um, I just don't see a lot of defense that's going to wind up coming from that team in the NFC East, and you're going to have guys that can rack up some points uh, on the offensive side for your fantasy team. So, yes, on a money line that right now you can still sneak at a plus number, I'll take it. Ram it! Number one. All right, let's finish off in the NBA and other prime timelines. Got Houston. We got the Oklahoma City Thunder. And the Thunder are laying a point and a half at minus 112. And that is a direction that I am going. I'm going to take OKC. Look, you got no Russell Westbrook. He is out with that quad injury for the Houston Rockets. Eric Gordon is back from the ankle play. Just over 20 minutes in the final tune-up for this team. Shaking off the rust. But... Houston's offense has, poof, vanished. It's gone. Last three games, an NBA worst 0.918 points per possession. The defense, you know, is loosey-goosey at times. They've dropped three consecutive games. OKC, uh, they're not exactly burning the nets. Uh, Their last three games, 0.965 points per possession. But this is one of the staunchest defenses on the season in the NBA. And they get Steven Adams back, who's been dealing with a leg injury. Uh, OKC in the regular season, or before the restart, 2-1 and one against Houston straight up, uh, clobbering them in a couple of games. But I think with Adams back, that's mission critical to their success. And the Rockets, in general, very vulnerable underneath. That's why I kind of like Adams, too, in a double-double minus 139 on DraftKings. But... Uh, overall, I think the Thunder are going to make it rain in this one and steal the victory going away and win this thing by two or more. Fade or follow? Uh, I'll follow you on this one because I would have expected the uh, the points line to be at maybe minus two and a half, minus three and a half, somewhere in that range because I think that's a little bit more accurate as to what this is going to feel like late in the fourth quarter. So, yeah, I'm going to follow you on this one. I think the Thunder can play better defense. I think without Westbrook, it does change some of the dynamic, although it does mean that Harden will probably shoot the ball 7,200 times. <laughs> Uh, fear of the beard? Uh, not so much. I mean, he can go out and drop 50. I just don't need, like, Eric Gordon or Jeff Green, some of these ancillary players, you know, reaching 20, 25 points. So hopefully OKC uh, will keep it locked down with the exception of James Harden. And that is a wrap on today's edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please drop us a rating or review. Follow us on Twitter, would you kindly as well? Me, at Noisy Huevos. Lundy, at Nate Lundy. And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, FTNBets.com for all of your fantasy and sports betting needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-N-S, to get 5% off your subscription today. Until tomorrow, fade or follow. That is up to you. Fade the noise.